Hey, everybody, and welcome to Today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons, as always, to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined today by my wonderful friends and GBG co-founders, Derek Bittner and Steve Bowling, along with our very special guest, Row of PXN Podcast, which, of course, stands for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. Row, how's it going, man? Thanks for joining us today. Yes, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. This is unreal. So thank you guys so much for inviting me on. It means a lot. Well, it means yeah. a lot to have you here. And uh, we before uh, before we get too much of the news, we do have some breaking news. But before that, we have a quick word from our sponsor, Michael Phone, who actually just has a quick uh, quick statement today. Play Bug Snacks, everyone. That's literally all he wants to tell you. Play <laughs> Bug Snacks, Michael Phone. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's almost like he's saying screw you to Steve. That's a, I know. That's like a, right. That's like a sponsored punch in the face. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I almost feel like it's not even. Hey, everyone play bug snacks. The subtext is, hey, Steve, play bug snacks. Yeah. You know what? I so. will. I will absolutely because because Michael phone demands it. I will go back and give it another shot. But uh, be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> if I'm going to play it, I'm probably going to say bad things about it again. Uh, but I will. I will go ahead and. I'm sad I missed out on it as part of PS uh, Plus. Um, but uh, oh well. You yeah. you saying be prepared just reminds me of Scar. Like I, I'm just I'm I'm imagining you singing "Be Prepared" that I might not like bug snacks. I can't think of Scar without thinking of our good friend John and that one E three update. Oh right! <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> there will be games in this Nintendo Man. Direct. <laughs> already uh uh people are asking charlie bird and eduardo tana want to know if i'm going to dance when i when the uh, ep name, names are read off which i'll be reading them off today so i don't know we'll see uh, i don't know we'll see if i can if i can make it work dancing and reading at the same time but if not i can do a little dance in, in the post show for you so so yeah actually speaking um, of uh yes. steve oh yeah oh yeah so uh we do have one piece of breaking news right at the top yes. of the show. Yes. Uh, new EP to the uh, EP squad. So go ahead and welcome Brainchild. And Woo! if it's Brainchild I'm thinking of, uh, we have we have a lot of love for this man. So uh, glad mm -hmm. to have you aboard, Brainchild. Hope you're the one I'm thinking of. If not, I, 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 he said it in, in our Discord. So yeah, it is him. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, I, cool. I have been out of the loop today. So welcome aboard, Brainchild. And uh, to answer Jake Pelka, yes, Brainchild the tech guy. So. Uh, yes. Welcome to the EP squad. We're glad to have him aboard. Good friend of ours for a long time now. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there can only be one brain child. There will be no brain children here. There's only one brain child. <laughs> that is going only on child. Um, yeah. real quick, speaking of friends, <laughs> also you might notice this thing right. <laughs> this is a very obvious thing. Maybe, <laughs> perhaps. It's, I know it's really hard to find Koroks, but this one I think is kind of obvious. Um, this actually came courtesy of Ash's uh, good friend and uh, former guest on this uh, show, uh, Aaron. Ooh. So he actually got in touch oh, with me very nice. and uh, sent me a nice little care package uh, for for uh, me and Amy. And uh, oh, this guy came He's with me. And he is huge. <laughs> Aaron that is a big Korok. Aaron is such a cool dude. Yeah, uh, he is. He, when he I is got married, genuinely... He a, yeah. like a whole box of zelda stuff and i was thrilled mm -hmm. i i still need to read through the book but he got me like the the sheikah slate charging pad for my phone oh, that's cool. and so when i set it down that's it does so the, cool. like it's condensing a rune into it which is so oh, badass i, I, I saw like, that every time i put it down i still smile so thanks <laughs> for my uh for my birthday he sent me a an ocarina like like one of those like an actual ocarina that you can play which i can't oh, yeah, play he sent at me all, one but... of those too yeah he, yeah he, he sent me that in a zelda said, journal he sent me that, and he sent me the, the charging station that uh, uh, nice. Steve got. It's Amy oh saw God. that, 
and was so freaking happy. But then we find out, found out that it th- she has an iPhone seven. It only works from eight and above. And we're like, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adam Harris says, says, "Sorry, I need to get to become friends with this guy." <laughs> yeah, there there is. Is. yeah, everybody gets this Zelda care package. It's crazy. Yeah, he- he is literally like the nicest man you will ever meet. He's just he's just one of those very rare, genuinely kind souls who's just beautiful. He's just he's uh, a benefactor to literally everybody around him, and he's just uh, he's like my my brother from another mother. I love that guy. So I mean, he always watches our vods, so I, I know he'll be hearing oh. all of us gush and, about him eventually. I'm sorry, Andy Day. I didn't realize this was specifically my car. Oh. Yeah, guys. But oh, that's I my car specifically. That. I don't think I realized. Yeah, I'm, I'm so used to seeing. I'm so so used to you seeing uh, Korox that didn't even register right. with me. It's my car from Wind, Wind Waker. Oh my god, nice. that's so funny. I don't think I even realized that that was yeah, my car either. Man. I totally would have just called that for a, a generic Korok from uh, in Breath of the Wild. But of course, yeah, no, that is my car. Nice. You know, we need to spoil um, Aaron at some point when we all get together. Like he, we owe him something. Oh, absolutely. Yes um by the way adam harris says brainchild the future guest hey you know what if he's up for it we're certainly up for it so we'll talk to him and if he wants to be on the show he's on the show man rob that's how we roll here at uh today's news tonight the gvg so yeah yeah Uh, um man x in the chat real quick uh says friends equals free stuff is the message i'm getting not at all (laughs) most of my friends don't send me things and i I did not yeah. Oh, yeah, I told this story on Twitter, but my best friend routinely just calls me a bitch while we play games. So you definitely don't need to send me stuff to be my friend. You technically don't even need to actually be nice to me. <laughs> but, uh, we appreciate his generosity nonetheless, of course. Uh, another um, quick thing we should also mention is that at certain points, it's up to him. Um, Steve was stepping out, so we have a, a, a bit of a helping hand from our good friend, uh, Brandon Miracle who is in the background here, not on camera, but he might pop in if he has something to say about uh, some of the topics here. I'm uh, the don't voice know. from the ether today. <laughs> yes. Yes. There we go. The <laughs> voice of God, literally, because you're the one controlling our stream. So, I you know, an act of power. God could just destroy the stream. So, yeah. Got like, I don't, I don't like what you're criticizing right now. I'm just stopping this immediately. <laughs> well, I guess you just be better. You, you better be careful what you say today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Okay, I like it. Playing hardball. Mm. Uh, Fizzy Wig Hoyd says, uh, they think you seem a little quiet, Steve. Uh, yeah, I can. I, I can could hear either, that, actually, yeah. I can crank up. Eduardo Tenna, is that my conscious? Do you have oh, a conscious? <laughs> Do we sound better now? Whoa. Do we sound louder yeah, now? <laughs> um adam harris has got a bounce and he says have fun well thanks for joining us for at least the beginning adam sorry you can't stay but hopefully you enjoy the vod version and we'll see you in our live audience uh soon also welcome to adam davis is a different adam that i'm not used to seeing in the chat so welcome adam davis and thank you for joining us as well as andy day yep and 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 uh hattori seguchi uh welcome to all three of you very cool i don't recognize your name so it's nice nice to have you here uh, also, Mr. One Up, uh, which I love that name. That's <laughs> so good. Um, but with all that said, uh, let's go ahead and get to the day's gaming news. And uh, voice of God, let's go ahead and get that first story up on screen. <laughs> Here we go. We're up. And this one, this one is. I'm, I'm glad I'm hosting today because this is perfectly attuned. The pun totally intended to me. This is a video game music news story. So a uh, a new prototype 
of the original NES DuckTales has surfaced, uh, revealing with it a, an unused song for the map screen in the game. And uh, if you've heard the original version of the map theme, the one that did make it into the game, uh, you'll know then how just wildly different this sounds uh, if, if you go ahead and listen to the new version. And I'm going to go ahead and pop that into the chat right here for you guys so you can uh, check that out. But yeah, this, the, the map theme is completely different, this unused version. It almost feels like a regular level theme as opposed to just a map theme. But uh, have you guys taken a, taken a listen at both? I have. I have. Me too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Thoughts? It Honestly, it seems way more video gamey. There's a moodiness to the original that um, I never really thought about when I played because I played the hell out it of DuckTales. Yeah. Um, I love this game as a kid. And listening to this new one, I didn't quite click with me because I'm like, which song was it again? Uh, I'm not sure. And then I we played it back to back. I was like, oh, right, that one. Wow, that is really different. Um, it is. I don't know. It's which a lot more I upbeat. Prefer. Me hmm. too. I like. I think you said that, that this unused one feels a lot more, kind of just like a regular, like a little more video gamey and just like a regular level theme in the game. Whereas the one they actually ended up using feels a bit more, uh, a little bit more dramatic and almost brooding, which is actually weirdly uh, appropriate for Ducktales. You wouldn't think so, but this is of course the game that gave us the Moon theme, which is one of the most epic dramatic 8-bit platforming anthems any game has ever had and it's yeah. freaking ducktales so in a weird way that more dramatic kind of almost more somber map theme works in a weird way for the game i don't know ducktales nes man weird game great what, game, what do you think bro game. so this is a game that's a little bit before my time i guess i was sure. born in in 97 so i i didn't get to play the fantastic game that is DuckTales, but I did love the cartoon. I love the reboot that came out uh, on Disney XD as well. But I was I was listening to the difference in the songs, and I kind of like this one. I don't have the same attachment as sure. I'm sure you guys do. So it, it, it may be different for me listening to it at, for the first time, I guess. I have heard the moon theme, though, and that is a fantastic uh, right. video game song. I have heard that. <laughs> um, nice. But um, yeah, I, I really like this one. It was kind of, I was jamming out to it before the show started. I, I really liked it, so... I, I can understand why some people are enjoying this, and this is such a big news story as well to finally get this sound of video game history. Did you at least get the chance to play um, the DuckTales, DuckTales Remastered? No, I haven't played that either. No. You should, should I go? You know, that's, it, it, that's something it, that I should have. Yeah. Well, it has, was Remastered delisted? I can't remember. It was for a while, then it came back. Yeah. It came back. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I would say, I mean, DuckTales absolutely holds up as a just as a game, either the original version or remastered. So yeah, Ro, definitely. If you can yeah. play remastered or just there's also the Disney Afternoon collection. Oh, right. I uh, forgot about everything the Disney except collection. Yeah, unfortunately it never came to Switch, but uh it is on other platforms. And sense. if you ever have the hankering <laughs> to play eight bit uh, old school platformers, the original DuckTales yeah. really holds up. Okay. Actually, yeah, I'll I'll definitely... right... oh, go, go ahead, uh, Ro, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say I would definitely want to check it out because I do like those retro style games, but I haven't played a lot of them. I play a lot of uh, gotcha. the, the remakes like the or the indies that come out now that are in that style. Okay, I, cool. I need to go back and play a lot of those uh, those those uh, nice. game gaps that I have yeah. in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, it also comes with uh, Chippendale. The, well, actually it comes with Chippendale 1 and 2, but the, the first Chippendale game was one of the first really good co-op uh two-player games on uh, any was it good ash all i remember is killing my <laughs> friends it. a lot 
<laughs> well, I thought it was really good, but I, I think it's. I could not get past the first level there. because I kept getting really? picked up and thrown off the edge by my. By well, my okay, friend. you have to you have to play with the right friends. I, I know what you mean. I, I thought I hated uh, what was it uh, Zelda Four Swords Adventures because I would just play with friends who would just try to bomb me the whole time and just ruin my 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 whole time. But if you play with the right friends, then it it I think it's a great game. Mm-hmm. So real quick, I want to mention to Ro that, you know, uh, age doesn't have a ton of, I've never played DuckTales. I shouldn't admit that, but I mean, I was born 15 years before you, my friend, and I never played it. Um, we were, we were a Sega house when I was a kid, so we didn't get an NES till right at the tail end of its life. And we only got like the hits like Mario three Zelda two. I know Zelda two. We, we didn't even have Zelda one. Our NES library was thin Batman Terminator stuff that seven and eight year old boys liked in the late eighties. But uh so I've never played this, but I listened to both songs. And one thing that I thought of, you know, my my only thought was, oh, this ain't the moon theme. This ain't that great. Because <laughs> I've never played the original game. So I don't know the significance of the song. I tend to prefer what they went with in the final game now that I've listened to them both. But again, I'm sure. doing that without context at all. Mm-hmm. Uh because I like moodier songs in general right. and the, the entire uh, soundtrack is great in ducktales it really it is, is. Really is. It's kind of a elevated the, above so one of one of our friends uh, a friend of mine at least sean buckley did a video on this song and he gave me some incredible history because you know ducktales is not some i remember watching the cartoon as a kid but i grew up and i i stopped thinking about ducktales and uh he mentioned something that was really Im- interesting to me was that the moon theme was so good that they ended up going back and incorporating it into the cartoon as really a uh, lullaby yeah so one of the characters go watch sean cartoon? buckley's video that explains this because it's really I have to. really okay. good I and so the moon will. theme has lyrics and they're good <laughs> and they <laughs> are oh my original god game or original cartoon or the new cartoon the new cartoon for sure. Okay, I I have heard That's about that. So I cool, did hear though. that they put the moon theme in the new cartoon. I yeah. have not heard this, which is so incredibly cool. So I, I just it love is. the fact that that song was so powerful that it transcended the game it was in and made an impact yeah. on the canon of the series. But um, that is so genuinely cool. I got to go watch this video. The, the new cartoon, from what I understand, incorporates the old comics, the show, and pretty much all kinds of just Ducktales media out there. That like that whole. Um, what is it, Carl Barks uh, aspect to it? It's amazing. They just took all the best stuff. Well, it, it's funny because I this will give me a legitimate reason to go revisit the new series because uh, my wife and I checked it out like a year over a year ago, and we bounced off it hard. And I, really? I shared that that hot take, that sizzling take on Twitter, and I, I was <laughs> met with a I was met with a fierce and swift retribution from people who were like, what are you talking about? The new yeah, show so. is amazing. It's- and it didn't do anything for me, but maybe maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset. So now that I know the DuckTales moon theme has been incorporated. I've been meaning to get back to it. I, I, well, I, I've only seen like the first four episodes. So I, I've been meaning to like sit down and watch it. I just didn't have Dis- Disney XD. <laughs> right. Nice. Um, the- oh, go ahead. Sorry, Steve. going back to one other thing, just because you mentioned... Uh, playing with the right group of friends. And I have to validate something you've been saying for a long time on TNT, Ash. Okay. The other night, uh, my best friend and I, the one that calls me a bitch, uh, <laughs> we we played Fall Guys oh, uh, okay. together for the first time in months. And we started at maybe, I want to say, 8 p.m. And mm-hmm. we didn't finish till like 1 in the morning. Oh, my God. It's gotten it a was, lot better, hasn't it? It really, really has. 
Yeah. Uh, someone someone actually spotted me on on the game and and tweeted at me. They're like, "Steve M. Bowling, are you playing Fall Guys?" I was like, "Wow, nice. that's weird." There's sixty of us, <laughs> but sure, yeah, that's me. But it, yeah, I season. I think we're what season three point five now. And yeah, so I it just missed, dropped yesterday, I think. I had missed everything from season two all the way forward. And I got to say, even the season two stuff wasn't that bad. I actually really liked it. But again, the key to it is just having a good friend to play with or or one that routinely exactly. insults you. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I did enjoy it. It's it's definitely it, it gets taken to a whole other level when you're playing it with someone, which I suspect is the case for a lot of games of this nature. Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely not the kind of game. I mean, I think it's a good stream game, probably. It, it might be fun to play on stream with, with people watching you, but it's not the kind of game that you'd want to play by yourself, not chatting with anybody, you know. Yeah. Basically yeah. playing anonymously with 60 other people. Yeah, it's definitely better with friends, for sure. Um, well, I'm glad you glad you had that experience with it. Yeah, I, I checked out Season 3.5 briefly last night uh, before I, I went back into The Last of Us Part 2. Steve, you'll be happy to know that I'm focusing now on finishing last of us part two finally so yes i'll be able to talk to him that pretty soon. That. yes <laughs> yeah. yes I'm now, now that the world isn't so terrible you can fill your need for terribleness with with uh <laughs> right. evil bad things that I, I happen need to get in back the last to that level that 2020 had me at <laughs> right um, yeah that level of get... despair but to, to be fair i'm saying the game is great but it definitely makes you feel bad feelings <laughs> oh yeah it, it definitely does but yeah to give you a little uh, context where I'm at. I'm at Seattle day three on my way to the aquarium. So that's oh kind of boy. where I'm at. Oh no. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I don't know what to expect. I have no idea what to expect. I've guys. avoided spoilers. Yeah. I'm so Steve excited. Talking about. So I think I'm excited. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I've... Good row. No, I was just saying, remember those bad feelings Steve was just talking about there? Mm. They're coming. <laughs> yeah. I say I'm excited, but I think maybe I should be more dreadful, of, if should, anything, about what's what's about to happen. You should oh, probably boy. get ready for a good ugly cry moment, or or, or okay. just be prepared to to remind yourself that you need to set your dual sense down gently. Oh God! All okay. aboard the display. Oh, all right, I'll keep all this in mind. Um, oh, before boy. we move on, I want to point out a cool bit of uh, trivia that that I forgot about that Andy Day pointed out about Ducktales Remastered. Another reason you should play this game is because it was the last thing to cast last piece of media and anything to cast alan young as scrooge mcduck mm -hmm. and you know it, it, it's such a common practice to replace actors and voice actors as they get you know really old into their elderly he years was 96 but when he recorded that game 96 and capcom wow. did the right thing and and you can do it in his age but it still like brought me joy to hear him in that role <laughs> yeah like yeah you could definitely tell that he sounded different but that's so much better than them recasting him and i had so much respect for capcom and, and way forward for doing that so that's just another reason to play ducktales remastered it's a great great game um also uh, vedron hotik says oh no the it just okay i lost it but vedron hotik says something along the lines of uh jake vert kaufman was such a great composer for ducktales remastered and i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you there and uh, rephrase that and correct that jake vert kaufman is a great composer period mm. fantastic he also helped do cyber shadow which i just reviewed and uh it had a great soundtrack so um all right well hmm? what a shock <laughs> i know right um well we we ended up spending way more time on this than i thought we would <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next story of the day and this is a bit of a downer unfortunately so if you if you all remember from a couple years ago there is a rumor going around that uh, there is a zelda netflix show in development but nobody could really tell if it was real or not 
But uh, fast forward to today, and it apparently was real, and Nintendo just canceled it uh, because it leaked. But that's not the only thing they canceled. Apparently, Nintendo was also working on a fantastic Mr. Fox-style Star Fox claymation project with college humor that they canceled as well. So we we lost... (laughs) What, wait, wait a minute. Okay, Steve, Steve. get the hell what? out of here. Yeah, get out. Get out. What? I I don't want college humor doing fucking Star Fox. Are you kidding me? Give me a goddamn I mean, Star Fox anime. Give me anything that's not claymation college humor Star Fox. <laughs> what? I don't know. We, we saw those claymation Star Fox bits for E3, and, and they, I well, thought they were pretty puppets. good. Or those puppets, puppets. Right, my bad. But those, I don't no, want those Star Fox but and Gumby to share DNA. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm going home. Steve, I'm hiding you I for mean, a few th- minutes. <laughs> I was like, "That's quite the take." But oh man, I think that would have been super cool. I think so. Like it, you don't know what exactly you're going to get with since it's being, you know, since it's college humor. But you know, humorous with Star Fox. What can you really? Do you really want melodrama in your Star Fox? I want. One, over I mean, the yes, I do. Ridiculous ass anime. When I think of Star Fox, I want it to be way too serious for its own good, to the <laughs> point of being funny. You, I don't want it trying to be funny. You, you want Star Fox Bebop? <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I also already. love what you were saying. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ro. No, just saying that sounds awesome. The Star Fox Peepop, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> right? Yeah, see? I, would love... I mean, straight up, Steve, I do agree with you. I, I would like that as well. I, I, I think I, I love Star Fox when it goes ultra dramatic. I think it's one of the most entertaining things ever. But I would also separately have liked to see this too. I think, you know, Star Fox is, is, is a rich enough universe that you can have multiple takes on it, right? Yeah, I man, but such, uh, sorry, this was just such a, a bummer. I would, I would have been happy not to know that this got canceled. I would love if this just wasn't news. I would have liked to not know that this got canceled. <laughs> right. Like this right. is just such a bummer story. Like to find out that they canceled because it was it was leaked by Netflix. Just yeah, it was it's such a Netflix that leaked it. And uh, yeah. I, I listened a bit to that section of the interview, and I, I love how when he's talking about it, it's like, I don't know if anybody will care about this. Meanwhile, blows <laughs> up across all gaming channels. Like, yeah, we care about this stuff because this is why leaking is bad, kids, because sometimes, especially Nintendo, like to take away their toys. It's like, oh, you you uh, yeah. did this to our toy? We're taking that back. We're, we're not having it. It's, it's Taking just, our ball and going home. Uh, it's just aggravating because who knows who knows what a live action zelda series would have ended up like on netflix i i, oh, I don't know I, in a, in a world a limb here and say that there's the potential that <laughs> nintendo backed out of this they were looking for a reason to back out and that was just the perfect storm <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah you know maybe. in a world before the witcher on netflix i would have said a live action zelda would have sucked but after watching the witcher i'm like damn netflix could have nailed it like I would have loved. I, I'm sad about Zelda. Star Fox, yeah, no. But Zelda, I would take a live action Zelda from Netflix any day because The Witcher was badass, and I need something to fill the void between Witcher seasons. And Zelda would be a perfect. I still need to watch that. Oh man, wow. Yeah, you do. You you absolutely do. But claymation. Oh, come on, man. Star Fox is better than claymation. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Fantastic I mean... Mr. Fox? 
I googled an image of it and I was like, if that's what they want Star Fox to look like, <laughs> Wait, I'm noping so the hell out of here. Like cl uh, claymation it, is is more true to Star Fox than it's not even really claymation. It's it's more to me along the lines of like Kubo and the two strings and that where it's you know they have fur textures and whatnot. It's really well done. It's just. Uh, yeah, it's more stop motion, as Jake Pelka says, not claymation. I think right. it was just a description that, you know, not knowing about the animation style that um, this was described as. But stop motion, I think it was going to be more stop motion with this. Which, Star Fox has roots in marionettes, too, and that can yeah. certainly well, play yeah, into that. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if it, and one of the points I was going to make before I went wild on it was that if it had looked like the puppets that they used in the past, I'd be okay with that. That's a far cry from claymation, though. So, do, so do you just have like this weird hate on for claymation in, in general? Like, it seems what, what no, would clay but... ever do to you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but at the same time, uh -huh. I, I just don't. I, maybe it's just because I don't see the character that way. I can't envision the character that way. I can totally envision Star Fox as like a ridiculous ass over the top anime. I can envision it like uh, one of our patrons said in the. Uh, in the style of its own box art where they're you know puppets marionettes it's a muppet show i, I just right. can't imagine them made of clay i could even imagine like a zootopia style uh star fox show uh -huh. that would be okay with me, in terms sure. of the yeah. visual stylings of it but damn like of all those options it would i definitely want an anime <laughs> i just want nintendo sure. anime just give me any old nintendo anime I, I, i'll watch yeah. mario brothers anime at this point i don't care <laughs> I, I, the mario brothers anime. I want my I've two always... favorite things to collide nintendo and yes. anime <laughs> i've really always wanted a smash brothers anime i think there's so much potential for that and Hell especially yeah. given palatina's reveal trailer for smash 4 i mean just um, that's one fight mm. between pit and link imagine what they could do extrapolated into a whole series i've always and wanted that so much i just want to point out that they rightfully made link kick the shit out of pit in that hey, video too steve Palutena had to come today. save his ass Pit is awesome man <laughs> this is, oh, you're hurting me today man, awesome enough to take a boot from link constantly. do you forget Ow. who has the power in today's show <laughs> i know right Not pit. you're making an enemy of me <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing that hurts most about that is that it was the lamest Link that that defeated Pit. Like, Adult Link sucks. It's all about Hero of Winds Link, in my opinion. And now, if it had been you know Wind Waker Link that beat him, I can accept that. Okay, but it's hold on, hold Link. on, hold on. I, I mean, Ash, no. <laughs> think I'm just saying, about, always, Hero Richard, of Winds I'm, Link I'm has like, always no. been my favorite Link. All right, but I mean. Hero of Time Link easily has like a foot and a half on Pit. It makes sense. He's like towering over him as he's down on the ground. Could you imagine if Pit got knocked out by a little boy with a stick? Yeah, <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> with a stick. The Master Sword, thank you very much. I was talking about the Tact of Wind, man. But if you oh, the Tact of Wind. There... Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, my God. Ouch, man. I don't, I don't know. Would you have enjoyed both, either, none of these, Ro? Obviously, you said you're interested in Star Fox, but what about the Zelda? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm in the same boat as, as Steve on that one, where hell yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know if that would have been good, a live-action Zelda. After now, I, I feel like I would be a bit more welcoming to it, but where we were back then, I could only imagine it look, looking really bad in my head, a live-action Zelda. I would much prefer an anime or a cartoon uh, animated Zelda, I still would prefer an animated Zelda over a live action Zelda, even now. I would as well. Yeah. But yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's just such a bummer to that we're not getting this anytime soon. The show, unless, unless we are, and they just haven't leaked it yet. The show would have had to start with Link getting kicked in the throat. You know, just excuse <laughs> so me to not talk. talk. By Pitt, by Pitt, just have have oh Pitt God. do it and then never appear in the series again for whatever reason. Just despite Steve. Yeah, just despite Steve. <laughs> I, you know, I go back and forth on the Zelda live action show. I, I think it could. There is a universe out there that exists where a Zelda live action show would be very good. I'm not convinced it's this universe. Maybe, could be. But I, you know, Zelda is just one of those things where there's such a very fine line for live action, I think, where it's like, it, it, I would either be great, but it wouldn't take much for it to be awful. And so maybe it's better off that we didn't get this live action Zelda show. But again, The Witcher's pretty good from what I've seen of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. So maybe. Um, As the guy who yeah, saw Monster Hunter, this is a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see Monster Hunter, but I, I want to someday just to see how bad it is. I know it's terrible. Oh boy! I'm, I'm still um, I do have a quick, I do have a quick question for Vedran uh, Hotik before we move on. Uh, going back to Fall Guys for a second, they say I played the first season, got the platinum, and then dropped it. How did you get that platinum? Can you post some some hot pro tips? Because <laughs> oh my God. one of no no no, but literally it's only one trophy. But one trophy is you have to win five shows in a row. No. That's incredibly difficult to do. So. Yep. Hats off to you, man. For well, not my hat off because you don't want to see my hair today. But hats <laughs> off to you. For, for getting that platinum. My friends and I cannot get that five-in-a-row trophy. So anyway, I uh, just wanted to mention that. Congrats on getting that. But um, let's go ahead and move on to our next story. And Steve, I know you're going to have a lot to say about this. Or at least... Oh, boy. Um, the design director for the Perfect Dark reboot over at The Initiative has left the company. Uh, his name is Drew Murray. He has left the company after two years working on the project. Uh, it sounds as though it's an it's an amicable split. Uh, he just wants to go focus on other parts of his life. Um, in fact, he says on Twitter, after two wild years helping start the initiative at Xbox and rebooting Perfect Dark, it's time for me to say a tearful and bittersweet goodbye to my, to my team at the initiative. Um, and he, he has five tweets talking about it. I'm not going to read all of them. But essentially, it does sound as though this is an amicable split that he's going to be, you know, he's sad to go, but he's moving on to other things in his life. Uh, Steve, question for you, since I know how excited you are about the Perfect Dark reboot. Do, are you, does this make you concerned at all about the status of the project? Do you think it'll be okay without his stewardship, or, or how do you feel about this? It, it's hard to know how to feel, because, uh, one, I always say this, games aren't made by one person, so right. the, the team will carry on. It's hard to say how much of Drew's thumbprint, I'm not familiar with Drew, uh, is on the game as it stands now, and how much of that will be changed between now and release uh but also i don't know if the initiative can make a good perfect dark game so there's still <laughs> there's still that whole thing <laughs> even with him maybe it wasn't going to be what i'm hoping for uh that said it does nothing to change how i feel about it i'm still hyped as hell for this it is absolutely one of the games i'm most looking forward to right now granted that's largely because we don't know a lot of games <laughs> that are coming this year it's mm -hmm. uh so hopefully in the next month there will be other things to be excited about but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know Drew's work. I don't know the initiative's work because they were founded to do this. So it's it's hard to say because in gaming, there are so many people that work to create these games and only a handful of them are really visible. So I don't know. You know, there's probably great talent there working on the game. Uh, I'll, I'll reserve my judgment until I see the first trailer, but this does nothing to dampen my excitement. I'm not worried about it yet. Uh, I think that'll, you know, how I feel about it will solidify a bit more once we see 
an actual trailer that shows the game actually running because all we saw was like that cinematic trailer that showed the datadyne building which didn't even seem to be in engine footage it was just Mm -hmm. you know a a cg trailer Mm -hmm. so once we see the game running then i'll get an idea because i was also really hyped for perfect dark zero and wow that was a mistake so (laughs) we'll uh hopefully this is more perfect dark n64 not perfect dark zero Right, hmm. right. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I played quite a bit of Perfect Dark Zero at the, in the early days of Xbox Live Arcade, or Xbox Live on Xbox 360, and very, very middling, uh, uh, disappointing experience. Ro, what about you? Do you have any thoughts on Perfect Dark? Did you play the original or the Xbox Live remaster? So this is another one uh, similar to DuckTales, where I just slip away in, in shame. <laughs> totally Again, but I, I have not... Perfect Dark. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I'm glad that I'm not alone. Um, but I'm. I was. I watched the trailer with my buddy, uh, who I host the PXN show with, and I was super excited. But he was like out of his seat, just bouncing off of the the walls. Like how excited he was. So I know how much this game means to people. Um, and seeing this guy leave is obviously, it's sad. But I agree with that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's in a going to be in a bad place. Uh, like Steve was saying. Right. There's a lot of people working on this. I'm sure it's very early stages of development too. So if there's any change that needs to be made, it shouldn't be too difficult to make them. Um, but yeah, I ju- I'm just waiting for that that next trailer as well and hopefully play the original before the reboot comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Rob Arman X in the chat mentioned something that's really cool. The original Perfect Dark and Perfect Dark Zero are on Xbox Game Pass right now. Yes. And... The nice thing about this, since, you know, Perfect Dark is a Microsoft first party uh, game, means that when it comes out, it'll be on Game Pass, too. So really not a lot to risk there. If you have Xbox Live and Game Pass, you you just play the game for free. And if you don't like it, just delete it. (laughs) Uh, Rob Arman X also says, Steve, Judgment is still boring. Just wanted to point that out. He's oh he's gosh. taking shots at you, man. He, man. Yeah, a lot of shots at Steve. <laughs> a lot of, know, a lot right? of angry words directed toward me today, man. I don't know what I did. <laughs> well, you know. it, it's the yeah, Xbox what... shirt. People are feeling a bit more aggressive. It's the green mm. lighting. I'm very on brand today for Microsoft <laughs> stories. I mean, you know, when you start throwing around uh, hot takes like Pitt being a chump, I, you know, I think you gotta you gotta expect. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pitt being a chump is not the same as Pitt being worse than Link, which is just an objective truth. I mean, <laughs> objective, man. Throwing, throwing around the O word, too. Damn. I mean, I love sales it. numbers, game quality. What metric would you like to measure by? Hey, Kid Icarus <laughs> Uprising, you know I love I love me you, some KIU. You know what rose up higher? Breath of the Wild sales. Oh, yeah. Breath of the Wild is, is its own. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that is certainly true. Um... Uh, was I, gonna, I had something. Oh, go ahead, Derek. I was going to say, uh, our doodle in the chat was pointing out that uh, uh, Drew Murray previously worked on, uh, has a great lineup of past games, Sunset Overdrive, uh, all three Resistance games, uh, Ratchet and Clank oh, Tools wow. of Destruction. Um, he worked previously, uh, obviously worked previously at Insomniac before leaving in 2018 to help start the initiative. Um, and he did say he's leaving to focus on life outside of work. So I, I feel like something pulled him away. Uh, for whatever yeah, reason, I, might I, have been I, outside I, of his control. I believe someone in his family passed away. If it was, if it was his mm-hmm. brother, I think. So I think it was some family issues, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's why it's amicable. It's just he has to take care of family, which sometimes right. you got to do. Steve, so. I just came uh. up 
I, I, I just figured it out. We got to settle it in Smash. You played Link, I played oh, Tit. God. Whoever wins, <laughs> well, that's we... the better character, right? <laughs> oh, God. Well, I guess it's better then. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or, nice. Or Ness or whoever you that's, choose. That's how Ash really wins any well. argument with us. It's like, yeah. I want it this way. I well, guess we'll have to settle in Smash. It's like, oh, yeah. just take it. Well, I guess you win then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next story. And I'm just going to preface this by saying uh, I'm Commander Paulson, and this is my favorite story on or on TNT, excuse me. And that is that uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition has uh, gotten a formal reveal trailer, which is really good, by the way, if you haven't seen it, and a release date of May 14th. Um, it is coming to PS4 and Xbox One, uh, and it will be forward compatible with PS5 and Xbox Series X. Unfortunately, though, it will not receive any optimization patches for next gen or for current gen, I guess now. Um so that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, however, Bioware has not ruled out a Switch version of Mass Effect Legendary Edition, so that could still happen for those of you who prefer to play, you know, stuff on uh, Switch. But either way, I don't know about you guys. I am a huge Mass Effect fan. I played the original trilogy to death on Xbox 360, and I really hope I have time to revisit this trilogy again in May because... I love these games. Actually, I think, Steve, we talked about this before. You did not play them as much, right? Or maybe no. at all. <laughs> I've, I've right. played maybe an hour total of Mass okay. Effect in my life. And that's not saying it's bad. Sure. It's just it came at a time where I had other stuff going on that I wanted to play. And then it kind of slipped by. And I went back and tried to play it later on. But again, I was at, at this point, I was already deep into my career, if you will, in games journalism which means that I don't have time to play anything. <laughs> so I'm, I'm yeah. always playing what is mandated. Uh, so I, I've just never gone back. I, I may take gotcha. the release of Legendary Edition as an opportunity to dip my toe back in because I didn't quit for, for di out of distaste for the game. It just, you, we've talked about this before. You look at a big RPG, and, and that's really essentially what I understand Mass Effect to be. Uh, something you know a big sprawling <clears throat> game with with a lot of uh, uh, that requires a large time commitment and i was like well i don't have time does, for that <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> i guess it's gonna wait if really i only set rpg time aside for games like final fantasy these days if if it's sure. a, a new numbered final fantasy i'll sit down okay you can have my 40 to 50 to 70 hours <laughs> um but it, it is incredibly difficult to find time for these so Hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to squeeze in Mass Effect. Um, that said, a Switch edition? I feel yeah, like I that's setting no. up for disappointment. Like a yeah. like the original gen port. No, I, mean, I agree. I don't know if it'll be upgraded at all, but I think it still could still pull it off because, you know, it came out on the 360 and we have Doom running on there. So Well, no, that's, that's my point is that they'll call it Legendary Edition on the Switch, but it'll really just be the 360 port. You know, right. without the upgrades right. which feels i mean i know that's happened before i can't think of a specific example on the switch but i know people have done that before where the switch version of a upgraded game is, is just the original game ported over right. uh, and i i would rather it not or release than release in that state yeah yeah so um I'll take this plus on, either on this is yeah, same. I mean, like, I was just looking it up, and they have confirmed that Mass Effect Legendary Edition is going to be 60 FPS 4K on PS5 and PS4 Pro, actually. So, you know, that is, I, I would like to have you know, those benefits when replaying this trilogy, if I get a chance to. Um, and, and that said, you guys know I'm not really much into shooters, and, and Mass Effect is is more or less a, a kind of like a third-person action shooter 
with RPG elements. And that's not normally the kind of thing I'd go for, but Steve, the the sci-fi universe this this series builds, it is such an incredibly well built lived in universe that it's just nice. I really can't recommend it enough if you do have the time to set aside, but I totally get it. They're three long games and yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah I totally get it. Um, Ro, what about you? Did you? Have you played any Mass Effect? No, and I, I hate that every single game so far, I am just like, no, I... I well, that's I, all right. We I all play different try. games. <laughs> but I'm super, super pumped to, to finally play because it is a game that I would enjoy. I already know that based off of it, the setting, sci-fi, uh, being a deep RPG, all the dialogue options. It looks like something that would definitely be up my alley. Uh, so I'm definitely excited to play it. I'm kind of bummed that it isn't coming to Switch right away because that's where I like to play most of my games. But sure. having those that 60 FPS and all that great graphical stuff is going to be great to be able to play on over Steam even. I could play it on my PC. So I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped to finally jump into it in, in May, which is super packed of a month. So maybe I won't get as, as much time as I hope. Yeah. 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 Um, I hear you. I've only played uh, a little bit of, I, I, I played Mass Effect 2 up until the towards the end of the game when you're doing everybody's sort of side quest to make sure they survive. Um, that sort of thing. Um, and I was definitely enjoying it. I don't know why I stopped because I played the original Mass Effect to completion as well. Played that on PC, then just made my key decisions on the PS3 version of uh, Mass Effect 2. And then just sort of stopped. Uh, I don't know why, but I enjoyed what I played of it. I don't know if I'll go back for this Legendary Edition because um, while I enjoyed it, I don't know if I want to go back through it again uh, right off the sure. bat. I don't, I don't quite know. There, there are some nice changes in here. <laughs> I love how the first thing uh, that's noted for a lot of people is massive changes that the um, 52 seconds elevator ride from the Citadel Wards <laughs> to the Presidium now only takes 14 seconds in the remaster. Mm-hmm. Um and New Game Plus is no longer required for to hit level 60, which uh, unlocked uh, so for the original game. So th- that unlocked uh, some crazy, uh, interesting bonuses in Mass Effect 2. So you'd have to do New Game Plus in order to reach that and be able to uh, check out all that stuff. So there's, there's definitely some uh, improvements with all this. And uh, they've also made the Femshep, Femshep from Mass Effect 3 available across all three. So they know what they're cool. kind of doing and what they're Which trying cool. to fix uh, about this it's a um it seems like a pretty solid uh upgrade and port but i'm not sure if i'll pick it up right away or not because as as rose said it's packed in may there's so much to play and i'm I not mean, sure it, if i need to go through so three rpgs right although I, I will say mass effect also has some of the best dlc i've ever played too so it's, it's just all around a great package if you if you get a chance to play it but yeah it, it's certainly a time commitment and you, nobody can blame you if you don't uh, have time um also speaking of Femship, shout outs to jennifer hale one of the best voice actresses voice actors of all time uh she portrays female commander shepherd and she uh, actually retweeted a, a really sweet uh genuinely just uh emphatic reaction of hers to the reveal of mass effect legendary edition and she's just so excited that it's happening mm-hmm. and uh you can just tell she's very excited so shout outs to her um yeah I mean, she was, Grace, samus and was so excited for this announcement yeah she was also samus in metroid prime so um yeah well with that said let's go ahead and move on to our next story which is uh provides a little bit of hope and uh a little, yeah. well, a little bit of hope that something we love might come back maybe maybe not but 
a new job listing at, at Nintendo of America has uh, suggested, possibly, that maybe there is a future for Nintendo Directs, uh, after all, post-pandemic. Uh, the job description, quote-unquote, says um, may it's, it's, the role is for the associate AV producer. And uh, the quote here from Nintendo Life uh, says, may assist with filming live-action footage for use in Nintendo Directs and other content marketing initiatives. So it's definitely a, it, it's a stretch to say that this, you know, it is not a one-to-one, okay, this means Directs are live. But hey, so you're saying there's a chance. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, uh, I have some <laughs> what about, about you this specifically. Uh, okay. I've applied for this job before, and Ooh. that was years ago. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure the job description is one-to-one exactly ah. the same as it was back then. Oh, I my. <laughs> oh, damn so, it. Yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Ah, okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I have to say, as as somebody who, in, in the other part of their life, does corporate IT stuff, uh, <laughs> I've worked on my company's HR, like, human resources management system, and you really just load job descriptions into that thing, and then when they decide they need to hire, they just open rec, choose the job that they're hiring for, and the description is populated. Like, no one sits there and types the whole thing out every time. Sure. Uh, so Brandon is almost certainly correct in that they were just, like, a associate AV producer. But, 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 and I want to be clear. One, saying Nintendo Directs is a blanket term. We still get Directs. They're just different yeah. kinds. And there are people in them from time to time. So that, <laughs> that still requires someone to record said people. It's not like they have associate AV producer direct yeah. you didn't want edition and then they hire a person for the for the b-list right. directs right. um yeah. that being said i think it's really important for us all to remember that nintendo was probably the least prepared company for the pandemic in terms of the big three platform holders mm. uh we joke about their online being crappy we just talked about their online being nearly 20 years old in the last <laughs> episode of tnt uh so to it's not surprising that these guys probably had some development pipeline issues last year and that you know as the world gets vaccinated and things start to return to normal that they'll have more games to announce at a time which means that those directs will probably have to get longer thus becoming a normal direct at some point uh i wouldn't <laughs> expect it, one if they want soon. attention directs would get get them that attention and immediately oh time. yeah are you kidding yeah. the the first time one, okay, so theory theory time real quick because we're talking about directs and I feel like this is the time to roll out the conspiracy theory bullshit. Oh God. Um, okay, we, we all, or, or, or the popular consensus is that Nintendo is going to announce a Switch Pro this year, a, a new Switch, a more powerful Switch of some kind, Super Switch, Switch Pro, whatever it's going to be called. How are they not going to do a full-blown direct for something like that? We, they, we know mean, drop yeah. a trailer, drop yeah. a trailer like they did for the original. I mean, Switch. they could just that's they have been doing that more, just dropping yeah. trailers just cold, like Paper Mario the Origami King, for example. Like they have just kind I of feel, been taking that I, approach. I feel like the announcement of something, a successor of sorts, a pseudo successor to something as popular as the Switch, which in theory is supposed to boost the performance of existing old games. I mean, that alone you could fill a direct with. I mean, if Sakurai can talk about 50 minutes about Min Min, then we can get an actual direct saying, hey, Breath of the Wild runs at a consistent 30 FPS everywhere. 
uh mario odyssey runs at 60 fps uh higher resolution screen everything that's on that 4chan list it's definitely here if, <laughs> so... I, if i recall correctly the new nintendo 3ds was announced in a japanese exclusive direct so i, I there's precedence for that too. <laughs> well what and, if... and as Oh, go ahead, Steve. <laughs> what if Nintendo Directs returned, but only for other countries? <laughs> oh, my God, right? I mean, well, and also, as some of the chat are pointing out, like Rob Arman X and Eddie Beals, uh, they, they dropped, they just dropped a trailer straight up for the Switch Lite as well. So there is precedent for them just announcing it via a trailer, even though I yeah, agree is. with you, Steve. There is a hmm. certainly a chance they could dedicate a whole Direct to it. And, and to be clear, I don't necessarily think Directs are dead. Um, I, I do expect them to return post pandemic. And, you know, selfishly, of course, I want I, I mourn the the hopefully temporary loss of directs and want them to return because I love directs. But I absolutely understand why Nintendo pivoted to this you know, kind of direct list format of announcements for now because of the pandemic. And, and my you know, I certainly have uh, yeah, sympathy for how ill prepared they were for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about all this, Ro? Uh, I'm, I would love to get directs back as well. Um, Nintendo seems to be doing just fine sales wise with yeah. how well yeah. is doing and Animal Crossing is doing insane, almost going to take over Mario Kart 8. Uh-huh. Um, these, these, <laughs> these more focused mini directs seem to be, well, I wouldn't say working just fine, but I, I, I'm sure they don't mind continuing this trend because they're not really losing anything. I, fans still tune in in the masses to, to watch these these mini directs and the Pokemon oh, yeah. directs or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they still have these crazy theories, even though it says Pokemon Direct, oh, there must be a new Smash character is going to be in this one. But <laughs> yeah, it, I, I would love to get yeah. the full 40-minute directs. And I, I agree, uh, a Switch Pro Direct definitely would fill a, a, make a longer direct. But uh, I do agree that it will be a long time until we get a get a full one. Right. Yeah. Um, this has... Okay, Ash. Oh no, go, go ahead, Derek. What I was about to say has nothing to do with this. Oh, okay. I, I just I don't know how to feel about this. I, I hear you know Brandon and Steve they give the original thought and they're like, yep, that's it. It's just it's not a whole lot of nothing. Which I, I'm sorry, that's just how I feel like Nintendo is going to continue. They're just going to uh, have the announcements on Twitter, drop a trailer. It spreads by word of mouth. Still does incredibly well. Don't have to worry about producing a whole a whole direct where certain things can get lost in the hype because. You know, you always got the hype thing at the beginning, middle stuff in the middle that eh, might get remembered here and there, and then the hype thing at the end, and that's all everybody talks about. This way, they can kind of control what people talk about, theoretically. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it it is kind of a shame to say because you know, optimistically, I don't want that, but Derek is right. You know, when you do a big direct. People talk about the one or two big things from that direct, and those are the talking points for the next couple mm-hmm. weeks. But when you, you know, people were hyped for Pikmin 3, which in a normal direct probably would have been lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it's the only thing, Nintendo gets exactly what they want. Just a bunch of people talking about Pikmin 3, and it sold 2 million units. So clearly they have to believe it works. And the thing that I worry about from this is that people saw the Nintendo direct formula and copied it. So Sony has state of play. Xbox has the Xbox one, (laughs) the major Nelson one. I don't know what it's called. Xbox either. I don't know. Uh, Inside Xbox, I think. No, okay. Oh, and Yacht Club has Yacht Club Games Presents. Yeah. 
so a lot of folks have have their take on the nintendo direct but what if what if nintendo just moves to this twitter trailer format and everyone's like yeah that's how we do it (laughs) screw producing a video we're just gonna drop a trailer on twitter and everyone's gonna retweet it and that works just as well i i like these showcases i i like being part of them it's kind of uh the for me the modern equivalent of midnight game launches and and hanging out with people and and kind of sharing your hype i love having these showcases so that we can stream them and we can share our hype with the audience and there's it makes them so much more fun because it becomes a community event and just dropping a trailer doesn't have that same community feel to it well i certainly sympathize with that because you know i love watching directs with you know with friends and you know we get excited when certain announcements happen but i think uh calling back to what derek said there is kind of a strategic element by just dropping trailers specifically for first-party games, because yeah. while they're doing that, there are still indie world presentations happening, and I think right. indie devs have the most to gain from having these direct sell presentations. Because when you pair them up against a Nintendo Direct, you know who's going to get talked about: Nintendo's games or the indie developers? So I think uh, right. I think there's mm-hmm. a strategy at play here uh, as far as indie developers are concerned. Yeah, I mean, Audoodle in the chat puts it very succinctly. The thing that might kill directs is the fact that they can drop a Bowser's Fury, Fury trailer and get 3 million views and just walk away. New Pokemon <laughs> Snap and get 2.5 million views. Not even the announcement, just another trailer. And it is, it, it's its impossible to overlook the practicality of, of, of the approach they're taking right now with just dropping these trailers. And so while I, too, miss the communal aspect of, of you know, uh, giant mainstream Nintendo Directs. Of course, they're still doing the direct partner showcases, and those shouldn't be ignored. Those are a lot of fun. But I do miss the the communal aspect of the big first-party announcement hype that came with main Nintendo Directs. But, you know, maybe we'll still see them come back. Uh, it's not impossible. Uh, I do tend to... Uh, I like Z Patty's take where uh, where they say that, Nintendo, that the next Nintendo Direct will come back on March 32nd, right after Nintendo <laughs> Doomsday. <laughs> I do love that. Perfect. Calamari. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next story. And uh, I, I know some of you in the chat talked about that. We were wondering if we'd talk about this. It's not good news, but let's go ahead and, uh, and get on it. And this uh, this has to do with Sonic Prime uh, and more specific. Well, there's okay. There is one cool thing about this. So Sonic Prime, the new Netflix animated series, uh, you know, for Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, it has been confirmed that it's going to take place in Sonic Team's game universe, and uh, even more interestingly, crossovers with other Sega franchises have not been ruled out. So that, on its face, could really be neat. And I, I like that it's going to take place in the Sonic Team game universe. However, and here's where it kind of gets a little shifty. Uh, we already know that Roger Craig Smith has uh, departed from the role of Sonic, and he will not be playing Sonic in Sonic Crime. And that, unfortunately, also extends to Colleen O'Shaughnessy for Tails and Cindy Robinson for Rose. So Sonic, Tails, and Rose's voice actors will not be, or up to now voice actors, will not be reprising their roles in Sonic Prime. And even more troublingly, Mike Pollock, Eggman's voice actor, uh, responded to, I think it was Cindy Robinson's tweet mm. about departing the role with a with a kind of a shifty eyes gif not really it's confirming that he also won't be returning, but not not confirming that he's not. I, it returning. could also indicate it's like, oh, God, it's going to happen to me, too, type of thing. Yeah, so we don't quite know what's going on with Mike yet, but we do unfortunately know that Colleen and Cindy are gone, uh, along with Roger. And this just 
this sucks, man. This sucks, you guys. They, they, all all their voices were so iconic for their roles, mm-hmm. Colleen especially. And uh, this just this sucks. I, I mean, this absolutely confirms it to my mind that Colleen will not be involved with Tails in the Sonic uh, Two movie. And uh, I mean, I yeah, obviously, I'm very disappointed here. Uh, Ro, how do you feel about this? Are you are you a Sonic fan? Do you do you have any <laughs> dogs in this yeah. fight? Yeah, I um that this I could talk about this one. I I love Sonic. Nice. Um, I, as you guys know, I have the Sonic jacket right here for the 25th nice. anniversary. Um, but yeah, this is definitely bittersweet because it comes with the Sonic Prime announcement, and that sounds cool, like an interesting show to to watch. But like you were saying, Roger Craig is so iconic as as Sonic, and I can't imagine someone else doing. Sonic like he there's some actors that you just associate with the character and to me Roger is Sonic um I want to give the next voice actor as a, a fair shot obviously just to see how he does but yeah it is it is a bummer to to see these iconic uh actors leave their iconic roles but um yeah I'm, I'm excited for the show though and and I hope a, a game is is not too far along or is not too far right. away to be announced as well um, because I'm, I'm itching for some new Sonic content for sure. Same. <laughs> Where's Sonic Mania 2 already? God. But the um, yeah, the the Sega crossover thing does does that mean other Sega properties like outside of Sonic? I'm guessing that's what they mean. Um, that's what it yeah. seems like. Yeah. So Curia from Curio from Yakuza could show up in this show. Is that what you're saying? I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, skies of Sonicadia. Maybe we'll see Vice and Ica. <laughs> Uh, make cameo appearances who know you know i mean the the possibilities here are are truly rich in terms of what sonic could cross over then we've seen that kind of happen in sonic and all-stars racing transform which was a fantastic game and it was really cool seeing various sega worlds collide like that um but it it is you know it's gonna it's gonna continue to sting uh with the losing all these incredible voice actors for their roles and I, i don't want to cast a shadow on on who that that was not a, an intended pun uh, i don't want to cast a shadow on on the whoever they're hiring for the, the the roles going forward i'm sure they'll do a great job i don't want to just you know take the wind out of their sails but it's just it's a shame man i these these characters are these voice act- actors to me and it's really it's really a shame you know i i hate to be a conspiracy theorist but like this reminds me of uh when the pokemon anime in the West changed hands and you know the the entire cast was recast. I remember that vividly as a kid because it upset me so much. I, um, I remember getting back into Pokemon with Diamond and Pearl and turning on the uh the new Diamond and Pearl series and that's just when the new cast took over. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> this, this is this is uh, a way way different than I expected. But the funny thing is um now the new cast has been those characters in in Pokemon longer than the original cast was. So they're this generation's cast. That's just the way it right. is. Same for kind of Sonic. Yeah, he's this generation's cast. But before, you know, there was seven years of uh, the, the previous actors for Sonic and all that. Um, it's just this is the most consistent we've had it for a while because Tails' voice actor kept changing for the longest time. They couldn't. Keep, right. They just had to keep bringing in kid actors of varying quality. That's what makes yeah. me thinks there's some like legal mumbo jumbo or some contracts that are are out. There's a reason I mean, that it all happened at once for sure. Well, that's it's not that it all happened at once because we already had some recasts in Team Sonic Racing. Like 
different oh, knuckles true. voice actor so right yeah, something but it could changed. be something with the legal rights to animation versus games or something of the sort. I don't know. It, it does, like Brandon said, it kind of reminds me of obligatory Dragon Ball reference of the episode when the uh, when Funimation picked up the rights for Dragon Ball Z and we had to move away from the ocean dub, which used a lot of more established at the time anime voice actors. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I think the guy that played Dr. Tofu and Ranma was in Dragon Ball at one point. I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> was he? I, I, I'm 90% oh, sure that Dr. Tofu's voice actor, I want to say was Goku what? in the ocean dub. You know what? I can kind of I can kind of hear the similarities. Also, I just I always say this, but I I just Steve, I love that you could just name drop Ronda one half characters and that <laughs> we're just fellow Ronda one half. Fans. I just I never get over that. Hell never yeah, get man! Tired of that. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Adam Davis in the chat uh, says, "Ash, I can already tell you he, as in I believe uh, Eggman voice actor Mike Pollock is fine. Uh, he said he's under an NDA, and clearly the others aren't." And that's a fair point, but then why say anything? As someone who's been under NDAs, yeah, basically my whole career, I wouldn't post a post a, a provocative GIF commenting on any situation I was under NDA uh, and not allowed to comment on. So, I mean, you, you could be right. I don't want to say that you're wrong. You could be right. Maybe Mike Pollock will be his. He will stay in the role of Eggman. But if he's under NDA, why post a GIF at all? You know. Um, that's yeah. just how I see it, but perhaps, you know, perhaps well, Pollock right. is always, has always been kind of cheeky about that, uh, the, that yeah. kind of thing now. To be fair, I, I read it right. differently. I read it as she's like, oh, I'm, I'm loading out with my talented compadres. And I read the gif as kind of like, what, I'm not talented. <laughs> like, oh, right. like, oh, I could see that. Okay. And, and uh, real quick, just to, just to provide the most important update. I was right. Uh, the guy that played Dr. Tofu, uh, Ian James Corlett also played Goku in the original, english dub of dragon ball z it was not awesome. was it Ian or the James saban Corlett? dub sorry okay because not ocean yeah i i always ocean get those dub. two mixed up the funny thing is the uh, doctor uh dr tofu still played by a goku because kirby the go person who took over for dr uh dr tofu from season six and seven was kirby moro who went on no. to play go his goku in the ocean dub <laughs> nice. so you're right that's Dr. Tofu and Goku are linked in America. It's canon Apparently, now. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, this is also Kirby Moore was the one who just passed away last year. Oh, uh, which that's sucks unfortunate because he was I believe he was also Moroku in um, in Yuasha. Yes, he was. Right. Oh, wow. I so, the it, one thing I find interesting since we're going down a weird rabbit hole is that the guy that voiced <laughs> Dr. Tofu also voiced the Jusenkyo guide, which I never would have guessed. Wow, oh I God. would never have guessed that either. That's wild. Also, that yeah. role has not aged well. That, no, I was about <laughs> that I, has not aged. I, well. I, I literally oh, for a second God. thought about doing an impression. I'm like, nope. Oh, yeah, not probably not the best. <laughs> probably not the best idea. Um, I mean, this could easily spiral into a whole conversation about Ronda one half voice actors, which I would love for it to. I would love that genuinely. But by the way, much uh, respect to Roe for the Naruto jacket, which I'm surprised I haven't called out yet. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I, I love that damn jacket. I used yeah, to have sick. a Jonin vest, which I will never show pictures of, but I did own one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I can't believe I didn't even think of this. But yes, Seesaw24 says, also, wasn't Ian James Corlett Mega Man in the old Ruby Spears Mega Man cartoon? Yes, he was. Sizzling oh circuits. God. He was. Yeah, that's Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we somehow made a Mega Mention happen from an anime reference. From, we tied Dragon Ball uh, and Mega Man together with Ranma. <laughs> Right, rocket robots. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, the that's the talent of GVG right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, by the way, uh, Ro, I meant to mention this earlier, but I just, this has nothing to do with anything, but you look like you have a bomb ass view in your bedroom. Oh, like, yeah, I, I've noticed I, that I as well. I keep checking out that yeah. view and it, that looks like an awesome view that you have, man. It's a view that way, but like down there, it's just like more apartment buildings and trash and yeah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> Toronto streets are not always that clean, but looking that way, it's it's really nice. Yeah, you, you have a future nice. in real estate. <laughs> yeah, the view down exactly. there sucks, but look that way. Look that way. <laughs> Don't worry about that. If you could look, Rob like- our Rob our Manx says, "Oh no, President Lincoln." One of the best parts of that that old. Oh yeah, he takes the bullet for t- President Lincoln, the statue. <laughs> yeah. The statue he does. What a dumb what? show! I love it. Oh, oh, dude! The original <laughs> Mega Man cartoon is is a treasure. It's so bad, but it's it's very much of its time, and it's oh. it's a, it's a treasure. I need to yeah. look that up later. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, oh, and and the way that they characterize Roll has has aged so badly because Mega Man. Well, first of all, she has like a vacuum arm, right? She, you know, she's she has like a the vacuum arm. Robot. She has no actual weapons. She's a cleaning robot. But Mega Man will like regularly say things like. Yeah, I don't need you coming with me, Roll. I don't need a girl robot getting in my way. Uh, it's really bad. Uh, <laughs> it's not aged well at all. No but it's very much a product of its time. Um, all right. Well, with all that said, I could be I could talk about this forever. But with that said, let's go ahead and move on to our final uh, news story of the day. And this brings our uh, our beloved uh, Game Stonks back into the spotlight. Uh, as we now know, that there are competing Game Stonk movies in the works at Netflix yeah. and MGM. Uh, and and by movies, I assume that means documentaries, or at least no, they're probably dramatizations because this this feels Maybe like a total. Okay. This this feels like a total. Um, weren't there? There was two movies almost immediately about uh, Steve Jobs. Both sucked, but oh, I right. have a feeling that's going to be the case here. But I I hope these movies. This is going to be like Wolf of Wall Street without any money, and with <laughs> with more like objectionable I'm, content. Somehow. I mean, it's it's kind of the big short <laughs> too almost yeah right i've never seen that movie but i know it basically covers the same thing and covers the uh 2008 marking or housing crash and this is just a kind of the sequel to that except people like realize what they were doing and stop them to a degree so right the chances we hear game stonks in either of these movies oh man we have to <laughs> i hope so so according to deadline netflix is talking with uh mark bull who wrote the hurt locker in zero dark 30 to write a, to write the Game Stonk movie, uh, and the uh, to all the boys I've loved before star Noah Centineo is also attached to play a role in this film. Is he going to play sure. Deep Fucking Value? I don't know who he, who he would play. <laughs> I know. That, that right? by the way, for those that are uninitiated, is like the Reddit handle of the guy who is most visible in this entire situation. So I'm mm. not just making up. I'm not saying is he going to play the concept of value. Uh, <laughs> Man, I I think about it, and I think, okay, people that write movies have to do research, and I have scrolled through Wall Street bets on Reddit. I don't, I I do not envy the person researching mm. that subreddit right now. It is yeah. just a whole bunch of ableist, yeah. homophobic bullshit. It's mirrored yeah. all over the internet with uh, random stock tickers attached yeah, and, to and it. Co- and co-opting things. and it's just. It dude. turns out Reddit's a bad place. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're yeah. going to the GVG subreddit. It's okay there. Damn. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think I'm interested in this. I, I guess. Maybe. I, I don't not. know. 
I don't I, care. Yeah, I, I kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Think about I, it this way. Unless it's super rushed, we're not going to see this for two to three years. Nobody's going to yeah, care. By then, nobody will care by then. Yeah. But I guess depending on how they how they package it, maybe they can drum up interest. I mean, I mean listen. Let this movie come out in three years once GameStop's stops out of business and premiere it in the husk of a burned out GameStop, and I'll oh, go God. watch it. <laughs> yeah. Power to the players. I mean, the Charlie Bird says starring Stonky Kong, which I'm down. If if we can get a version of this that stars Stonky Kong, I'm in. The, the oh first thing God. that comes to mind with this is like it's so quick after this whole event, which is technically not even over yet. Like this is just an obvious cash grab. Is there going to be any yeah, value to this at right. all? I love mm. that this whole event, this whole movement, is supposed to be a cautionary tale about corporate greed, and someone's already buying the movie rights. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, Hollywood for you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, uh, oh, we're getting the the signature Los Angeles siren in the background of my of my audio today. Ooh-wee. Yeah, that happens usually once a recording, but not always. Oh, this <laughs> yeah, this is really getting louder. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> well, with that said, that is all the news for the day, and uh, that brings us to just about the end of our episode for today. But before we go, uh, we depart. Uh, Ro, we want to tell our wonderful audience where they can find you. Yes, um, you could find me on Twitter at Roro, R-A-U-W-R-O. I'm starting a podcast as well called Thank You Games, where I have people come on to talk about their favorite video games, content creators, uh, game developers, basically anybody that makes the video game game community awesome to them. We're having our first episode hopefully next week, and we're going to be talking about our favorite reveal trailers, video game reveal trailers. So it's going to be pretty hype talking about our favorite video game reveal trailers like kingdom hearts 3 reveal trailer it's one of my favorites so you're gonna be talking about stuff like that and oh, uh, man. awesome i have a That's weird great. pick for that gta 5 you're in it's one of my favorite reveal trailers ever really nice okay the it, just the way that they paired the uh the gameplay with with specific choices of music and the narration at the beginning one of my favorite game trailers of all time nice very cool i i I would uh, throw the reveal trailer for Deus Ex Human Revolution in the ring. That's one of my favorite trailers still to this day. Uh, just in, an incredible trailer that, that pulled me into uh, interest in a game that I would not have cared about otherwise. Like, I, I just wouldn't even pay attention, but that got me to, like, really pay attention. Great trailer. Um, but, yeah, well, awesome. Before we sign off, though, uh, as always, we have to offer our special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above. Uh, for helping to make this show happen, because without you, it would not be happening. So, of course, you will be seeing your name scrolling by in the credits at the end of the episode. But in addition, a massive thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine folks are, and see if I can get the dance going, Rob Arman X, Dan in Twistle, Z Patty, Adam O'Sullivan, Floating Mew, Christopher, The D-Pad, Vesmiel, Waffle King, Kieran Phillips, Rosa Bowling. Hi, Mom. Geller, <laughs> Shiny Turkey, Titus Malvolio, Jake Pelka, Michael Phone, Mitchell Herring, Charles Zaz, Andrew Medeiros, Jonathan Belmare, Kitty Confax, Scott Barber, Evernight Studio, Rocks the Cat, Loyal Dingo, Azran127, Phantom23, Sean Garrett, Shadow the Cat, Guillaume Monet, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Orm M, <laughs> Top Dog23100, West Ag, Master Lynx, Sean Davis, Zenith, Lucky Wonderfish, Brandon Bovia, Octopuppet, Charlie Bird, 
Matthew Wong, Ashish Joshi, Michael McCaw, Jackson Jordan, Sky Blue Flames, Young Ben Kenobi, Hyrule Hermit, Goran, Goran Amber, Straight Lace, Hugo J8A, Seth Walker, Makalao, Ken Rule 09, Hubi, Marcos Conchas, Wolf X Blake, and Moon Macarons, Demon Kid Zaraki, Spencer Katie, Leanne Mustafa, Brooke, Frequent Positron, Nick Waterman, The Legend of Groose, Vedron Hotik, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Brady Power, Douglas Chomix, Flaming Highwayman, Eddie B, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Synchro Lord, and our newest patron, or our newest, newest executive producer patron, Brainchild, our very good friend. Thank you all so much for your support. Uh, as always, we could not do this without you. Uh, and remember, you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can support us for as little as $1 a month. Uh, but if you want to be part of the live audience here who interacts with, with us and our special guests uh, during every today's news tonight, uh, you can do that for $5 a month. But we offer various ways to get involved with supporting us if you so choose. That said, even if you don't support us on Patreon and you just drop a like and a subscribe, we, we love you all the same. We just appreciate all the love and support we're getting from all of you. So with that said, uh, everyone have a great night, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Good night and good vibes, Ash. <laughs> oh, good night. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody.